morning. My name is Corey Stenner. I'm the superintendent of Northern Cass, and today we're going to have our first podcast for the 2019-20 year, and we're going to be joined with some of our career and technical educators. So we're going to go around and introduce ourselves, and we'll start with you, Mrs. Bierke. Uh, Liz Bierke, Family and Consumer Sciences. I'm Paul Koshinski, and I'm the Ag Educator. Lori Salander, Marketing Education. And thank all of you for joining me today. So Liz, we're going to start with you. We'll go around, and I just want to hear, like, why CTE? Why should learners get involved and take career and technical education courses? So my biggest thing is these students don't always realize, you know, they hear, I got to get into college, I got to get into college, I got to do this. But what they don't realize is you have to live your life. You need those life skills to be able to hold a job when you land a job, to be able to provide for your family, to raise your children, all of those different things, to manage your money. Um, and so if you don't have those skills that career and tech ed, you're not a well-rounded person. And so you need to have all of those skills kind of across the board in order to lead a successful life and be a good human being. Very good, thank you. So Lori, what, what would you tell people? Why take CTE? Um, I think career and technical education really, like Liz, Mrs. Bierke said, is well-rounded where students, not all students, need that four-year college. Like if there's a career pathway um, that is more geared to what their passion area is, um, it's better to get them into a field right away and working versus a four-year college that might increase debt and then they change their careers or their mind, they were unsure. With CTE, they're experiencing that career right away and they can already prejudge like if it's something they like or not. Good, very good. How about you, Paul? You're, you're certainly new to the, the educational field, but what have you seen so far in, in the short time you've been at Northern Gas? Well, I, I really noticed that it that uh, a lot of the young people are really unprepared as far as doing things with their hands and just those talents. And of course, what you said about not going to college right away or maybe taking a technical path is good, but just the talent of being able to make things and being experienced to different tools and procedures is really a strong, strong point for CTE. Good, thank you very much. So, so let's turn and talk a little bit about What's a story maybe you have about a, a learner or someone who, like, you could see they found their passion, they found their path because of CTE? And, and Liz, do you want to start for us? Sure. So I have um, one very strong example. Um, I had a student who wasn't always a really high achiever, and everyone kind of assumed, oh, he, he needs to go to a four-year college. And um, when he got into high school, he wasn't performing at the level that he needed to um, necessarily according to his teachers and so um, when I came he was very bored he wasn't really intrigued by content um, and so his decision is that he was going to go to a, t a technical school and do a two-year degree and through working with me and being my intern he realized like hey when I actually like something I'm really good at it and so he found his passion through kind of working with with kids and working with students and kind of came to the realization and, and told me, like, you know, I can go to a four-year school if it's something I like. Um, and so that, that child has made the decision to go um, to school to be a teacher and to work with kids and give them those life skills that he, he kind of got through my courses. So that's probably my biggest one. Um, but there's lots of little examples where kids will take a class, like maybe a child development class or... Um, even a living on your own and realize like, oh, I really like this area. Maybe that's something I should look into. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly gives kids an opportunity to know what they, they don't want to do also, and there's nothing wrong with them figuring that out. Uh, I, I'm aware of the story you're telling, and it was one of the most powerful things I've heard when I heard that young young child, or I shouldn't say child, that young man <laughs> share that story with us, uh, that his complete trajectory of life changed just from some experiences that he had in this building. So, Lori, how about from your side? What, what, did we, what do you have for that story? Um, well, before I was a sixth grade teacher, and last year I got to start the marketing class, and um, we started with six, basically, um, learners, and... Three of them were fit to be tied. They were going to go into the engineering field. That was their field. Um, but throughout the year and their experiences working with different events and learning how marketing works and products, and um, they actually ended up changing their field. And one is now extremely passionate about sports and entertainment marketing and is pursuing um, that field. Um, the second one, um, who also wanted to be an engineer, is now, like this summer, he started working in the bank, and he's really into finance and business, and it's kind of neat how they were perceived as thinking, well, I had to be an engineer, but once we experienced and they got to see the field, how quickly their passion switched, and they jumped on board, and their excitement for going to college, like, really increased. And you know, you guys brought up the point earlier, if they want to go to a four-year college, great. If they don't, great. It really doesn't matter to us what it is. It's, it's that they're in a field that they're passionate about, that they can be happy mm -hmm. with their life about, obviously be a productive member <clears throat> of society. But, you know, you wonder how many of our learners go and say, well, I'm going into engineering because people say we should go into engineering, and that's important. And how much money did this person potentially save? Uh, you know, how much are they going to give back to our economy and society quicker, uh, just because again of those experiences? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Paul, I'm not going to ask you necessarily about that story with that that learner yet. But what I'd like to know is, you've had some time now at Northern Cast. What what kind of things are you thinking you want to expose kids to? What kind of things do you want them to have a chance to create? Well, I really want to have everybody. Of course, make wood projects, make metal projects. We're going to get some different equipment so that we can do a few more things than we could probably in the past. Mm -hmm. And I would just like to see them do, you know, just be able to do the whole gamut and find out where they want to be in life. Because if I think back of myself, I think by the time I figured out what I really wanted, I was probably in my 20s. So if you can get a little jump start on that, that would be that'd be great for a kid, I think. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, Liz, talk a little bit about, and you certainly don't have to list them all because you've got a whole host of classes that that you teach and and never what. What are what are some of those courses that you're offering this year or this semester, so people understand when we say CTE and facts, what does that mean? Sure. So there's about 16 different content areas in family and consumer science, and being that I am a one woman show, we kind of narrow that into pathways here at Northern Cass. Um, and so we have sort of a foods pathway, a family pathway, a design pathway, and then we also have kind of just like a, a live your life pathway is what we like to call it. So this semester I'm teaching a lot of basic foods, um, which is kind of where they have to start. And eventually where that pathway leads is they can actually um, run our coffee bar that we have within the school. So they can, they work there, they, it's completely student run. Um, and so a lot of them enter into Foods One knowing that that's eventually where they want to end up. So that pathway has a couple of things. And then I'm also teaching um, an intro to education course this semester, which is brand new. 
um, and I have six students in it, and they um, are actually going to receive a college credit through VCSU for that. They're going to have all of their intro to education um, kind of requirements done to enter the um, or to apply to the program. And most North Dakota universities are on board with this, so they're going to be able to have their choice of where they'd like to go, um, which I think is really neat because I have some that are interested in elementary, some that are interested in um, high school, some that are interested in career in tech ed, and so um, I kind of have a, a variety, so they may end up at different post-secondary institutions. Um, and then I have a class um, called Contemporary Sewing, which is one of my favorite classes because I, I have a list of skills that the students have to meet and show me that they can accomplish, but they get to choose the projects and how they show me that. So I don't care what they make, um, but they just have to meet those skills and show me that they can learn those. And sometimes that's my favorite class because of the troubleshooting. So I have a, a young girl who's not really was interested in sewing, but decided she wanted to take this class with me. Um, and yesterday she finished her shorts and when she started her shorts, it was a hot mess. <laughs> um, and yesterday she went and tried them on and she came walking in and she's like so excited because she realized she can make this product and she can make these shorts and she can muddle her way through that project. And they may not look beautiful, but they are shorts. <laughs> and like she said, they fit and they work. <laughs> um, and so that's a really, really fun class. Um, I'm also teaching a living on your own class this semester, um, which is kind of just a basic life skills class. So we do everything from taxes to laundry to how to fill out a resume, um, just tons and tons of just those life skills. I always tell the kids when they first get in that class, this is the class that hopefully will eliminate some of those phone calls to your parents when you leave the house. Um, how to fill out a W-4, how to fill out all of those different forms. Um, that our lovely government gives us how to apply to a job, how to t how to speak properly in an interview, how to dress for work, um, all of those different things. So it's kind of a, it's a, a really really broad variety. But my favorite part of that class is that the students actually fill out a survey at the beginning, and they tell me what they want to learn too. So I also have sort of um, half of a quarter, I guess, where I fill in the gaps for them. So one year I had a student said, I, I want to learn how to wrap presents because my mom always does it for me. And how do you do that? And so we spent a day just learning how to wrap gifts. And so hopefully that person's future family will appreciate that they can wrap these gifts nicely. But, um, so that one's just kind of a, like how to live, how to live your life pathway. So, um, that's just what I have this semester, but there, there is lots more like Dr. Seiner said. Uh a few things that that are I, I take from that. Uh, one is somebody who uh, his wife said you either start wrapping presents or you won't be getting any uh, because I, I used to put blankets over the top of them because I had no idea how to do it. So that would have been a class I would have taken. Um, I like how you're personalizing, giving kids you know in the sewing course a chance to develop their skills. Uh, and then the education course is really cool because. Uh, there's only a handful of schools in the entire state that are doing that and we did hear the other day that it sounds like every ed program now is on board and going to accept it and then that actually we're going to be able to add another course next year. Uh, so it's one of our ways when we want to address a teaching shortage in this country, any of the shortages that we need to address should be done in our high schools, not in our colleges. So thank you for that. So Lori, how about from your side? What are you teaching now? What kind of things are going on in marketing? Um, I have a marketing class, a personal finance and a sports and entertainment marketing. Um, and this year, um, our sports and entertainment class is really looking at putting on events, hosting sporting events, kind of planning, pricing, concessions, um, viewing concession prices, 
where do you get the food? Um, one of our big events that we kind of, well, we have two this year so far, that we've secured is um, we are going to work with the Good Sam um, in Arthur and put on a Halloween carnival for the school district for the elementary. Um, so they're pretty excited. They get to plan what kind of games, food, do we have snacks, pricing, um, look at sponsorship. So they're kind of looking at the whole entire, how to run an entire event from start to finish. Um, and then marketing and sports and entertainment marketing, they're putting on a donkey basketball event um, as a fundraiser for the school. Um, and then we have a couple of businesses that we'll be working with again to try and help look at their market plan and put together some ideas, brochures, different aspects working with actual businesses versus just a textbook. So it's more hands-on applying projects. <clears throat> Very good. Thank you. How about from your side, Paul? What, uh, what kind of things are you teaching right now and classes you're offering? I have, uh, I have Intro to Ag and there's two classes of that and those are ninth to 12th graders and I have exploring egg which is 8th graders and then I have plant science and intro to egg with the older kids is pretty good because there's a really big difference in skill levels and I like that and it's really nice that the kids are really helpful so when the older kids get done with theirs they're caught up then they go back and they help out the younger kids which is nice. I, it gives me a lot of faith in, in young kids these days. So the, the uh, uh, exploring egg with the eighth graders, uh, now I'm, I'm really new at this stuff, but it's really fun to go in there and they really don't know about a cordless driver. So we got a bunch of screws and we were putting in screws and some of them had a real hard time with it and then by the end they're doing it and they're excited and they're happy about it so there's a lot of challenges with that stuff too because they have a lot of energy <laughs> so they they do very they do. true so go so ahead. so we're gonna in intro to egg we're doing right now we're making catapults and we're gonna have a competition probably next week and the winner of the class is gonna go against the other class winner and we're gonna do that so we'll be having that next week, and uh, the intro or the exploring egg. We're making toolboxes, so that involves using the table saw and and uh, cutting things on the on the miter saw, drilling some drilling some holes, putting in some nails, gluing things together, and uh, that's a, that's a good one. Plant science. We planted some. We broke up some aloe vera plants, some succulents and repotted those. We planted some uh, vegetable seeds and those grew up and the kids are getting able to watch that and they realize that there's a watering schedule that we need to go by so you don't dry it out and kill it or water it too much and kill it. And uh, yesterday we planted tulips and it was kind of hot and there was some complaining but it all went pretty good. Good, good. So for our last question, Lori, I'm going to start with you. And so if you can think about like what's what's that one project so far you've been like just really proud of that that maybe you've done in the past that that thing that you're like that was amazing and you just you saw your learners just take it on. Um, I think last year when we teamed up with um, a brand new business owner who 
um, contacted me and said, I heard you have a marketing class, would you be interested in just working with me? So she came and she demonstrated like, um, it was called Me Time Spa and then she had like a drumming service too for mental health and so she showed the students all of her products and features that she did and then we looked at her um, website, the brochures, how she markets herself, like where does she advertise um, and our students then did a little market research they looked at how they could help improve her business um, and then as their final at the end of the semester we went and pre presented to her the whole business plan and they made brochures for her and how they would perceive that would be a better way of her talking about the different services instead of everything all in one brochure and her pricing packages and I kind of looked at everything and gave her an overview on how to improve her business um, and that really helped um, one of the girls in the class she goes I really enjoyed the writing aspect and she didn't realize that that would be a thing that she would like she didn't like English and like well you just are using your English and how you can apply those courses that are outside that class that they always think when am I going to use it um, so actually having them apply it made them see like, oh, I do really enjoy creative writing and talking about different things and helping um, on products. So that was a really cool connection. Um, the students were very proud by the end of the semester on how they helped her. Yeah, and then it gets it gets them to understand too, like, oh, I'm just gonna own my own business and make a bunch of money and won't really have to do mm -hmm. anything that, there's a lot of work that goes into that. And I love how you said, oh, you use your English skills. You might not necessarily write a research paper, but you're using those skills that, that are necessary in those classes. Yeah. So I like transferable skills, very good, Yeah. very good. Liz, how about on your side, a big project that you, you just look back and you kind of smile about? Sure, so I think my biggest one is actually probably like an entire class and, and the biggest reason I'm proud of it is because it was born from students' ideas and it came to um, kind of happen because students pushed me and were like, we need to take this risk, Mrs. Bierke, we need to do this. Um, and that would be my Jaguar job on my coffee shop. So um, what started out as me saying, promising Dr. Steiner, we just won't lose money, <laughs> um, turned into them raising over $6,000 in profits um, and being able to kind of experience what it's like to run a business, like Lori said, to show up to work on time, to um, meet customer expectations, to create a menu, to keep a kitchen clean, all those different skills. And, and to be honest with you, I wouldn't have ever done that if my eight students wouldn't have been like, we need to do this. Um, and so I think that's what makes me the most proud of that project or um, the most looking back, like that was awesome. Like to have the students come to me and say like, this is what we want, this is what we want to do, this is our idea. Um, and to kind of see that come full circle was just a very neat process and to have that be a source of pride for those eight individuals. Yeah, I think there's some power in, in educators being vulnerable because if, if you weren't willing to, to take that chance and say, all right, let's try it. Uh, and, and anybody that was in this building last year will know like people were lined up at that place. Like they, that was a major thing. And I know people even to start this year were like, well, why don't we have that? Well, we've got to get the skills built in the kids and eventually it'll come back. So uh, it, it was really a, a source of pride last year. And so Paul, my question for you is again, I know you're, you're just starting. So what's been the best thing about Northern Cass so far? Um, I guess it's, it's, it's really interesting to see what point the kids are at 
right now as far as their uh, technical education. Some have zero skills, some have a lot of skills. And when you tell them things and then I watch them and you can tell that they're thinking about it. Or there's some of them that are completely disengaged or they appear to be disengaged, but they are actually thinking about it. But when you say, what do you think? They shrug their shoulders. But as the project moves on, you can tell that they're paying attention. One other thing where they were talking about their projects, we're doing this, uh, the catapult project. So when we started this, I said, I said, come up with a design. I want to see something on paper before we build anything. And I explained to them, since I come from industry more than anything else, I say, this class is like a job. You come on time, you do your job, we have fun, we can chit chat and have a good time and you get your projects done and when the class period's over, you leave and we come back the next day and we start up. And when I say that to kids, they really look at me in a, in a strange way, but they're getting it. So when they did all the layouts, when they had everything on paper, there were a bunch of different designs and we asked questions about it and I said, um, we need to know how much material we're going to use, how much it's going to cost, what your design is going to be, how, you know, here's the, here's the parameters of what you need to build it to. So it was really fun to watch them do that. And I didn't say, oh, well, okay, we need this amount. I didn't do it. So they did the figuring. How, much, how many one by twos do we need? Mm -hmm. And they came up with the number and I bought the number and it worked out good. Very good. That's that's great to hear. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think I thank all of you for one taking part in this on a, a Friday morning. Uh, I think the other thing I would say to kind of close out is CTE matters. Uh, it matters not as hey, it's just a fun elective learners can take, but it matters because these are skills that are transferable not only across this building, but but even more importantly outside the walls of this building, and not just when they're 25 or 30, but right now. Uh, and we're allowing learners an opportunity to develop skills that are going to make them be very productive members of society. And I think we need to continue to reinforce the importance of CT and find a way to continue to add and, and keep growing our program. So thank you all so much and have a wonderful Friday.